La 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 la. Oh, I like that, Corey. I don't know. Okay. I just wanted to do that. That was nice. That was my sage, my voice sage. Hello, everybody. Hello, Charlie Pan. Hello, Yolanda. Hey, Corey. Hi, Booth. How are y'all? Who we have on the guest? Who's our guest this week? Simone D. Motherfucking Sanders. Simone D. I should have saved that because the way we, the way she, she, she did accepted it, was, it. Yeah, that was everything. She received it, beloved. She, yes, she did. She did. Yes, she did. Beloved actor, motherfucker. And if y'all don't know who Simone Sanders is, you, you need should. to turn on CNN right now and watch her break all down everything political there is there is in the world and and get into it she is black girl magic realized on cnn yes yes but welcome to yes girl podcast we want to thank you for your continued love for the podcast i have been on apple reviews and i see you guys are commenting so thank you so much please continue to do so if you have a friend who hasn't been listening to yes girl let them know about until they can subscribe and it's free and to leave a review and shout out to spotify because we were one of their featured podcasts about two weeks ago and we were right next to the read so oh my I felt, god I saw holy it. grail oh, and shout yes. out to barry from podcast and color for yes. finding it yes. and yes. telling us yes yay um, so, we appreciate you sis so shout out to crystal and kid fury because we love being in good company with y'all okay. yes but remember you can continue to talk to us individually i'm at Corey murray i'm at yoli zama and i am at man wife dog on twitter and at charlie pen on instagram so we're going to get into the love that we've been hearing and one is from our own executive editor here at essence jackie monk and she says that yes girl is informative hilarious surprising and on point start to finish and we're not just saying this because jackie works with us but we you know it's kind of cool when you do things for your co-workers because she thinks says me especially i take offense because she's like where are you where's your copy but i'm like i'm recording the podcast and then to hear that she loves the podcast lets me know that i can get away with a little more um deadline uh moving uh for my copy um uh, but I also want to shout out the person is I, I don't know if this is their name, but I'm going to spell it out. E-A-D-B-U-R-G-A, who commented on my Instagram has said, just discovered podcast. Love that you're repping all people of color. Lead with unity. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm London Bridges uh, on Twitter said seven up cake is tradition all over Chicago. Now I'm craving. So I wrote back to Miss London Bridges. I said, ma'am, please email or well, you can't email a seven up cake. <laughs> please mail us a seven up cake, sis. You know, the holidays are right around the corner. Well, we are in the holidays, but, you know, Christmas is like two weeks from now. So. Send us a There's seven time. up cake. There's because I want to taste it. I'm gonna give you my big mom. Was supposed to bring me a piece. Oh, she and she was, tried to and she never no, did. and she actually came, wait a minute, hold on. She came over what two days after we got back from Thanksgiving and said, "Oh, Charlie, I got you some seven up cake." And so my stomach smiled, and I was so excited. And I, all day I was waiting to come back to my desk and see a little bit of cake on my desk. Uh, you ate it. I didn't get any. I cake. ate that full cake. Well, it was. How I do got. You tell somebody I you brought got, them cake and then eat it. I I'm so sorry. I totally <laughs> reneged. Done it off. I know, and she came over uh, like, guess what, girl? Aren't you upset? Like, she made it a thing. And you know the thing? Every morning I would leave, I should look, I should cut Charlie off a piece of this cake, and then I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> and never, <laughs> not never. never. I just kept you it. You are just home. like my husband. And Remember also, he ate my pie, y'all? I'm know, trying to tell y'all. Charlie I'm had, sorry. I mean, uh, Corey had chitlins. Well, they, oh. no, they were at the table. They were not at that the she table. Ate them. I do not so like chitlins. I, I, I've never experienced chitlins. Girl, you're not missing anything. I, I want to understand oh. what it is. The internet I, I can fight know me. They stink. Chitlins. They stink. When people make chitlins, they run me out of the house. I know, but I love black food traditions and I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I really want to taste chitlins. I mean, you should or taste it. understand what it's about. You Why should taste it. Them? You should taste but it. But I don't know. The, the smell is, is special. And it's acquired. T- it's acquired. <laughs> and it's acquired taste. And I don't understand. Every time I see somebody eating it they gotta put like a shitload of hot sauce on it so what's the taste and I mess with pork I live and die by my bacon I love you know I what I mean I mess with pork but, but I, I don't mess with I don't understand I've never even smelled no, no I eat bacon any and everything bacon on bacon on bacon but chitlins is not for me but anyway y'all Corey ate my pie my cake I did I did eat your cake I think you have to make it up to me <laughs> alright I'll bring in the I'm recipe kind of my big mama wrote it on a car and no I don't want the curses. recipe Corey I want a you piece you want the cake okay <laughs> Carry on. Where were we? Yes. Um, t- uh, love for the week? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I had to get that With off my Aaron chat. Ashley. Go ahead, uh, Charlie. Yeah, so Aaron Ashley. Hey, boo. 
She says, love, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast, and caught a word on today's episode with DeWanda Wise. You can have something with someone and they don't have to be the one. I said that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Aaron Boo. Yep. Facts. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for sharing and keep talking to us. We're listening and reading and loving your comments. And speaking of comments, I've decided what I want for Christmas. Uh I would like us to get to 500 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Okay. A girl can dream. We can dream. It's free, y'all. I want that for Kwanzaa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I want it for Christmas. No, I real talk. Christmas. As you guys know, the love matters. It helps us, you know, just rise on the charts and get our word out to more sisters and brothers. And so, yes, I would like for Christmas for us to. I mean, it probably won't happen, but I can dream right. Five hundred Apple reviews, and we're at like one ninety one. Yep. I mean, you know, I'll take two fifty. Can I get a two fifty? So support us, you guys. <laughs> Leave us an Apple Podcast <laughs> review. Share the love. Rate us, and I see you. Thank I'm you. In fact, I'm gonna start you. shouting you out with special thank yous on Twitter individually. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Love it. Speaking of Christmas, Charlie, <laughs> where are you on your shopping list? Okay, great. Uh oh. So, do I need like to play an organ right now? Yes, Sister Tammy Roman. Okay, from the book of Tammy Roman, Bonnet Chronicles. Okay, twelve four. She is a prophet. (laughs) Tammy posted this video, this Bonnet Chronicles, where she basically went off about something that actually spoke to my heart. So, y'all know I'm a giver. That's why they asked me, you guys. I'm a giver. I will fill the bottom of my tree with gifts for everybody that I love. Friends, kids, coworkers. I mean, everybody. I enjoy doing that. And I'll probably never stop. But, you know, my funds are different this year. It's been some shifts. And I was thinking about it. in the video that Tammy posted, she was like, it's crazy when you go all out for everyone and you don't ever get anything. And I don't ever think about that. But she actually made me think about the fact that, obviously, everybody I think of as worthy of giving a gift to doesn't see me the same way. Because people always go, Charlie, what did you get for Christmas? And I'm like, I mean, my husband gets me stuff. But that's it. Which is fine. I don't need to receive. I mean, I don't need to receive. But she's, she was saying we go broke. Yeah. yeah. Like, we actually go broke. And I, I do go broke every Christmas. Mm-hmm. So what I am going to say is you don't have to get me anything. But I will acknowledge that I probably spend too much money on Christmas on gifts. Christmas gifts. Do you guys feel that way? I feel that way. And the, can you please play the clip that Tamara Romaine did? Because she changed my life. And I'm going we'll into this holiday Well, I love everything about it. I completely co-sign. And it gave me the courage to be like, I'm only buying for kids. 15 and under because you know what that's the age of my, my that's your oldest cutoff. niece that's your cutoff <laughs> well you know what's funny I love buying for the kids mm-hmm. that actually gives me the most joy I think what I think a lot about is that guilt we feel like you know no shade do I get it for my coworkers, and if I do one then do I do all 12 you know what I mean do I do my boss do I you know what I mean like that's what ends up getting it's me caught up and my budget co- going down <laughs> because I'm always in like you know like well if I do this friend like she, she, she goes on to say if you get a gift for one friend then the other one thinks you got a problem like once you start giving, it yeah. becomes. And then they try to tell you, know you like, mean? oh, spend only twenty dollars. Twenty well, twenty times, times five what? times 20 how many? Times 10. And I do it every year, and usually it it, it happens on my credit cards, yep. and that's then I suffer all year nope. trying to pay down those cards. So this year I'm cash only, mm-hmm. which has made my list smaller. So I'm focused on the babies. I'm focused on my god babies. I have a confession. My kids just started getting gifts on nice. Christmas. Like wow. this might be the second year. Oh, they're so they're loving it. <laughs> Were y'all doing like handcrafted <laughs> gifts or no, something? No, it's not hand I mean I go buy stuff for them for a long time. I never bought them anything. We would just oh. have a beautiful meal and go next I love that they were wait, cool with that. Wait, I'm gonna say we go next door to <laughs> <laughs> old my older neighbor is really amazing and she would buy them gifts, but I would never buy them gifts. And they never complained. So it's not a culture that they're used to. It's like even this year it's like, Oh, I know I'm only getting two gifts. That's it. It's like we're not gonna go January. That's the worst thing to do is start January, a new year, with no money. Which has like been my January for the Yes, and it wasn't like a stance or anything. It's just culturally, like that's just not how I grew up. It's not even like I'm trying to be political or right. But it's also a really bad look. Know how to? I don't. We don't have. We don't do that. You know what they say? How you start the year is how it shall be. 
Mm-hmm. And that explains everything. Yep. <laughs> because I start the year looking at my credit card bill like, oh, my God. <laughs> My heart was full of love to give, and now my bank account is empty. We spend a lot of money on shows, though. Oh, like holiday Christmas shows? Christmas yeah. Shows? Like, ooh, you but guys, Hip Hop Nutcrackers coming to Brooklyn. Oh, but that's the like thing, stuff though. Like that. I would okay. rather spend the money on experiences, experiences with people. I yeah. think that's the other thing. Like, I can still, I don't ever mind. I'll spend it. I'm always going to spend it. That's who I am. That's my heart. But I want to have a moment with you. Let's go see a show. Yeah. Let's go on vacation. I told my husband this Hang year, out. I'm like, can we just go away for Christmas? Can we just cancel Christmas and go to like the islands? I mean, I'm really looking for that flight deal. Send it to me, y'all. <laughs> I mean, like, why not? True. Um, as we segue into Tea for the Week, <laughs> last night on uh, Tracy Ellis Ross co-hosted, well, guest hosted the Jimmy Kimmel show. And she said that she's given away verbal Christmas cards as gifts. <laughs> Go over greeting cards. And I was like, you know what? I like that. She said she looks people in the eye and she was like, I love you. She tells them everything they want to do. And then she says she curtsies after. And she's like, that's their gift. Shout out to free gifts. Yes. Because that, you know, it's from the heart and saves your pockets. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing better than a gift of the gift of time. Yeah. So if you say, listen, girl, I don't have any money, but let's go hang out. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. Let's go have a drink. Let's go have a spiked eggnog. From from Yolanda Oprah. For three hours. (laughs) <laughs> no but true no really I'm actually with that I appreciate everybody's time yeah. and I would love to receive more time because the other thing is you can't get up with people because they're busy because shopping they're busy. Yeah. girl you want to get together tonight oh girl no I had to go buy this guy do this girl she, like we're always busy spending money right so we don't have time alright All right, I'm done Yolanda, can we get the song, please? <clears throat> um, this is for the the oh. singers. <laughs> I'm ready. I, I feel like someone's going to write me and be like, girl, stop singing. But I can't. I have verbal Tourette's. I mean, I have vocal Tourette's. First you of all, so. you are a singer. Right. Don't know, stop this. Please, um, y'all, Yolanda actually sings. I actually watched her perform live in Central Park. <laughs> on a stage. On a stage. With fans. And we had signs. Continue. Don't do this. <laughs> We gotta do it together. Okay. One, two, three, go. Tea for the week. Uh, Tea for the week. Hey. Tea for the week. Yeah. Uh, Hey. Hey. Bob, do we embarrass you? Bob is our producer. Do we embarrass you, Bob? Okay. Okay. That was cute. We are. All right. That's the holiday spirit vibe. That's the remix. Time magazine has put out their person of the year. So fuck you, Trump. It wasn't you. Ha ha. Damn. Tell us how you really feel, um, But it was the silence breakers. Yes. People involved, well, some people involved with the Me Too moment. It's all the sexual harassment. Um, the Actually, I didn't know this, that the actual Me Too hashtag was created by Tariana Burke. Yes. Who's an activist. Um, she created the movement in 2006. And she also created a organization for survivors of sexual violence she's not on the cover but she is featured prominently in the magazine but it's a beautiful cover i think ashley judd's on it taylor swift which some people were debating but yeah that that i don't want to say that ruined it for me because no matter what this is important yeah Yeah. but i understand that taylor swift had a case um where she was a victim of sexual um harassment i get it one yeah but that is about the only time she's ever spoken out about anything so i just felt like there were a lot of voices that have been louder who deserve to have that corner of the cover and i felt like she was there not because she was a victim but because she was taylor swift yeah i said it yeah no it's true when i (laughs) saw it i I was like this they needed a celebrity i I mean i looked at it through that lens like i knew it was yeah business but i needed it to be gabrielle union oh because she's been on this and she had she actually has a chapter in her book we're going to need more wine call me too and it was you know her book has been in galley for like a year Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um, and actually the hashtag went viral only because of Alyssa Milano when she tweeted her thing but still we're starting out uh, Tarana Burke for creating it and she's also in the magazine also I didn't know about Adama Iwu yeah she's a lobbyist who wrote an open letter with and she got 147 signatures that she presented on the California legislative floor about sexual harassment so look like it's a really robust issue Mm -hmm. and um I think this was definitely, this was the moment. Yeah. This was what needed to be on that cover. And I was a little scared for a second when Trump tried to say he was on the short list. Um, (laughs) And then he was. But um, I'm happy we didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of sexual harassment, I do want a copy of the book that Tracy Ellis Ross presented uh, during her open monologue of the Jimmy Kimmel Live show. It's called The Hansy Book. And it was so cute because it was basically a book for men how to avoid sexually harassing women. 
and it was hilarious yeah. and funny. So please Google that. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, you did your thing. I loved. And I also appreciate it as a black woman that she hosted a late night talk show. I mean, Robin Thede does it every Thursday, but for someone on a major network, this was a cute look for Tracy. So congrats, Tracy. But also, I think um, I really think it was a joke, but I really want Tracy to publish that book Me because too. it's an interesting time to raise boys. As some of you moms out there with boys will mm-hmm. tell, especially around, you know, sexual harassment. And I'm constantly telling my sons, if a girl says no, it means no. You know, even if you're playing on the playground, like you can't teach, you can't allow your boys to have habits that they may see maybe older boys and you know because they all look up to like kids in high school like no shoving of girls no like just don't do it so it's it's a constant daily reminder to little boys like you got to stop them that young like you cannot exhibit this kind of behavior because it starts off as like oh I can just shove her I can do this I can no you can't actually and I always tell them you know if a girl fights back don't be surprised right you know Um, and a smile is not an invitation yeah Um, because I don't know if you guys saw it but on SNL on Saturday, they actually had this really, I can't believe I'm saying this, a great skit um, about, no, no shade, but like, you know, it was well written and it was a music video. It was called Welcome to Hell. And it was all the the female cast members singing about basically how it's like hell to be a woman. And it basically it was there was there was this line where they said, "Oh, House of Cards is ruined for you. Uh, here's a list of what's ruined for us: walking, <laughs> talking, drinking, going to parties." And so when the skit was over, my husband was like, it "Really hit him." He was like, "Damn, ponytails." He was like, "Damn, babe, like Short walking skirts. and, and dre- like getting dressed and living yeah. your life is ruined for you." And I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "And even more so because I'm bubbly, yeah. because people think a smile is an invitation for that behavior." Yeah on top of mm-hmm. what normally happens. And it really, I mean, I'm, I'm just happy that this conversation is happening because I don't think he'd ever even thought of it that way. Yeah. I think he thought like, okay, she's married, so she's good. No. You know no. what I mean? Like she's not out in these streets mm-hmm. single, so therefore she's not being harassed. Not true. And Charlie, you and I, because you know, you have bigger boobs. Some twins I have, the girls. Yes, you have the girls. <laughs> I have a, a, a big booty and I've had it since I was like 10 or, it. you know, and so walking down the street mm. was very difficult as a young girl growing up you know I grew up in South Africa but also Harlem oh my god you'd have to you went out of your way to hide your butt because you don't want some random ass and older always was older men and so I'm like 10 fucking trying to hide my ass because I don't want some old man to say some shit on the street exactly that's crazy I'm curious do you did you experience the same harassment in Joburg? No. Or? No, wow. Mm-mm. I'm just curious. Interesting. No, you just don't. I know what you, you mean. Know. And then you change your lifestyle. To like fit them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear collar winter coats for years because I like a good full zip up to the neck because I am not trying to show you that I have boobs. Yeah. Because oh, wow. in New York City... Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, you know, I have age cups. Yeah. Like you get you know, you like you said, but it's interesting because we do alter our lives to accommodate some random creeps. Yeah. Every day. When they said ponytails everyone, I was like, you better say that. Yeah. Or oh my god, fishnets. Yeah. I will never forget the first time I wore fishnets and got on the subway in New York City. I couldn't believe it. I'll yeah. n- I haven't done it since. I wait till I get to work or I'll put like leggings over them. Because Unreal. Say, Girl, I got a seat. That's the oh, first wow. thing that you know is a problem. <laughs> you don't get seats on the train in New York for men. That's chivalry. That shit's been dead, okay? I got offered seats like I was pregnant, okay? You know, stairs. You could feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off a a tra- we could go on for days. We could go but on. Applauding these women. Yeah. And I'm happy time did too. Yes. Well, let's applaud a news anchor. CBS 46 down Atlanta, Sharon Reed, <laughs> who gave the most eloquent clapback when a, I guess this was a viewer, uh, Kathy Ray is her name, who basically wrote in to call her the N-word. Yeah. And Sharon went there and read the whole tweet exchange on air. But she did it so peacefully yeah. and calm. Ooh, and then good. she um, clapped her hand. I mean, she had her clap. She said, now, if I, I, if I can clap back, I will. But I'm but just going to let... <laughs> What you said, Kathy. She said her name yeah. like five Kathy times. Ray. Oh, so Kathy Ray. So Sharon Reed with the read. Yes. Yes. Uh, applause. That was amazing. Go watch it. CBS 46 Atlanta. She's a news anchor down there. 
I love a good clapback, a is. righteous clapback. <laughs> you know, when you just when the other person is dead wrong. And speaking of, you know how everybody's doing the best of 2017 roundups. Mm-hmm. I saw one about the best Twitter clapbacks, and they reminded me of my favorite one. It's this curvy sister, and someone that used a skinny woman's photo, and then her photo. She's curvy, delicious, and it said, "The girls I like." is the skinny woman, the girls who like me, and they use her picture. Oh my gosh, she's South African. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And she responded, I don't like you. <laughs> I fell out my chair then. I fell out my and chair again. And she is a beautiful woman. It. Stunning. Stupid. But uh, three words. Yeah. Damn. Oh, four. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You get <laughs> I want to watch that. Shout out to, but that. so shout out to all the people clapping back because yeah. we don't have, and, and the, even the brands. Everybody claps back now. Wendy's yeah. will come for you. And speaking of clapback queens, oh my goodness. Simone Sanders Love takes her. the cake. Yes. She does it. All right, Simone, y'all up next. And she did not hold back. No. Well, ladies, the year is almost over. But before we close it out, we got to talk to one of the women who had us riled up this year. Okay. Who spoke Lord. her truth and was like, what you not going to do? Okay. Not today. Not, not under today. no circumstances. Okay. Who's here, Corey Murray? Simone motherfucking Sanders. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. Simone D. D. Motherfucking, motherfucking Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> Come on now. I like to tell people the D is for dynamic. Yes. Also dangerous. Yes. Ooh. I like it. I like both of those. I like it. Love it. Welcome, Simone. Well, Greetings. Yes, Thank y'all for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. Well, we like to start the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm in my voice change. Yes. This is the serious part. Um, with a reading of the receipts. The oh. Simone D. Sanders receipts. You were the national press secretary for the Democratic presidential candidate, Bernie Sanders. No relation. (laughs) Oh, that was so interesting when that happened. No relation. (laughs) But do you know there's no relation? Positive. Uh, Positive. My daddy's from Mississippi, so you know. No way. All right. (laughs) It's almost like we've cleared this. We've cleared the air. Okay. We want one of them slave owner situations. All right. You were the youngest presidential press secretary on record. Boom. When you were just six, I reread this. When you were 16 years old, you introduced President Bill Clinton at a luncheon in Omaha, Nebraska, where you're from. Mm-hmm. And following your remarks, President Clinton said, Simone spoke so well, I really hate to follow her. And he included you in his book, wow. Giving How Each of Us Can Change the World. Yes. Yes. Wow. That is- page 81. Check me out. Oh, oh right. Oh. <laughs> Ready with the page number. Page 81. Yes. You were recognized as one of the 16 young Americans shaping the 2016 election by Rolling Stone magazine. Mm-hmm. You are the former chair of the Coalition of Juvenile Justice Emerging Leaders Committee and former member of the Federal Advisory Committee on Juvenile Justice. You have been featured on NPR, Fox News, MSNBC, NBC, BET, TV One, and you're currently seen as a, on CNN as a political commentator. And you've also been highlighted as one of our Woke 100 women. Yes, shout out to Essence. Yes. Shout out to Essence. Snaps, snaps, snaps. Welcome to Yes Girl. Yes. Girl. Girl. All those receipts. The people can't see me, but I just like waved my hands <laughs> like I had two tambourines. I'm excited to be here. This they is so great. You know, we you. love you. So before we talk about like all the black women, amazing. I want to say shit, but all the black <laughs> the stuff, <laughs> things that black women did in the 2017, stuff. all mm-hmm. the dynamic stuff that we did. I do want to talk about, for me, what makes you so relatable is number one, sometimes remember back in the day when it was like a someone who was into politics or an activist, there was a look that we had in my heads, right? Like mm-hmm. they're not supposed to care about their nails. They're not supposed <laughs> to care about lipstick. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to rock heels, but you have completely crushed all those pre, you know, these ideas that we have of what a black woman or just a woman who is knows her poli- politics, you know, you've completely crushed all of that. Yeah, you know, I feel like we can be um, politically engaged and trendy. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't just yeah. because I like politics doesn't mean I only own blue or gray suits yeah. and I only ever wear black. A power um, suit. A power, you know, a power suit. When I first moved to D.C., my first. Actually, my first internship in D.C., uh, I'll never forget. We were in these like little intern training program things. And they were like, there are only three colors people wear in D.C., blue, black, and gray. And Excuse I was like, me? oh, well, I have a color block jumpsuit I was going to wear tomorrow. <laughs> so... But maybe maybe I don't do the color block jumpsuit. And I tried the suit thing for all of a week. And I'm like, I don't Mm-mm, feel comfortable. Not me. No. And I 
put on what I want to put on. And yeah. I and I think it goes to show that you don't have to look, quote unquote, one way or assume this other identity to step into the political arena and give your opinion or participate. So I just want folks all across the country to know that, like, you can have Fabulous nails and peplum and and peplum tops. Okay, peplum and pop. And a pop of color on your lips. And a pop of lip color. That's a good good, uh, Instagram like peplum and politics. Peplum and politics politics, because it works. You know, Mm -hmm. I was on set on CNN the other day um, during the Virginia elections, a special coverage, and we got off set. David Axelrod, he's like Simone. I was so distracted. I was like, why? He said I couldn't stop looking at your nails the whole time. (laughs) And I was like, get into these nails, David. Get into these nails. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. So, Charlie, although I've decided I'm only going to get kids gifts, I do have a best friend who is a dog owner, and I want to get her something special. Oh. What do you suggest? For the pets? For the pets. So, one, let me just shout out to you for thinking of their dog as an extension of the family, because yes. pets are part of our family. And shout as out to Dynamite. Oh, thank you. Shout out to my boo-boo karma. But anyway... I recommend BarkBox. BarkBox is a monthly subscription box for your pet. And it's not just like a little delivery where your dog gets a couple things. They really want it to be an experience. So they encourage you to unbox it with the pet, real talk, and like, you know, open it up slowly and give them all the, there's toys inside, treats, and they're customized to your dog's breed or size, um, natural natural ingredients, um, natural treats, innovative toys, and seriously innovative. I told you, I don't know if I told you guys before, but Karma got like dumped. They can't, they look like a takeout box with dumplings and they were like toys squeaker toys and she lives for that you know so it's customized toys each month i think that's a great gift Corey. For um for your friends, and there's a lot boo. of variety. It's not the it's not the same thing. Absolute variety, different every month. Um, you get a whole variety of treats, and also they come from local and small businesses, Yay. which Ooh. you know I think is dope. Yeah. You know, so you're not gonna get that stuff that you usually see in the chain stores. You're gonna get something a little special. Um, each monthly box is also themed. Y'all know I love a theme, <laughs> and so country fair. I mean, New York City. Come on, Brooklyn hipster. It's cute. Cute. You make me want to have a dog. A girl. Yeah. Dogs are life. (laughs) So whether it's your son, daughter, or friend who wants a monthly surprise for their beloved pup, BarkBox is the perfect gift for your loved one. And it's free shipping on any BarkBox within the continental U.S. So where can they get the hookup, Corey? When you subscribe for a 6- or 12-month plan, you can get a free extra month of BarkBox if you visit BarkBox.com using YesGirl. So that's BarkBox.com slash YesGirl. Please go sign up today and give the pets in your life something extra sweet. I love it. Give them love. And you don't have the code switch. I don't. I know. And let me tell y'all, mm. I do not believe in the code switching. I call it having a work voice and I don't have a work voice anymore. My work voice used to be found in my voicemail or on a conference call in the <laughs> office or when I worked somewhere new and I was like, oh my goodness, I just wanted to come say hey. Mm. I don't have one of those anymore no, because no. I don't even talk like that. Mm-mm. And I encourage like all of the young men and women out there, especially young men and women of color. I was at a university that shall not be named, mm-hmm. but it was a historically black college and university in this country. And I was talking to some student leaders and one of the questions that they asked was basically how can I effectively cold switch at my internship Mm -hmm. and I'm like you all are sitting at one of the most premier universities in the country and a black university at that and you have the audacity to sit in here and ask me how can you code switch I don't have an answer for you because the the, what you're basically asking me is how can I be more palatable for my coworkers that don't look like me Mm -hmm. and what I tell the people is look ain't nothing special about Becky no offense Mm -hmm. to any Beckys out there but ain't nothing special about (laughs) Becky Tom or Joe (laughs) Becky Tom and Joe just show up every day being themselves and so Mm -hmm. you Sharita Kiki or Simone Mm -hmm. should be empowered (laughs) Simone with a Y Simone with a Y not an I hello you should be empowered to show up every day being yourself as well because some of y'all have been showing up as Sue when you're really Sharita and the day Sharita come to work everybody is confused about how Sharita showed up and why Sharita got a whole attitude and she talking different because you've been Sue for the last six months be Sharita show up as you are show up as you are be your authentic self and for me Simone that's also part of my Simone crush right because my husband is addicted to CNN it's on all day and all nights in my dreams it's always in the background he's like in my dreams. <laughs> it really is like you know how you fall asleep to TV but I just so sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and I'm, and I'm talking basically you're talking to me so you're, you're whispering in my thoughts no but I love cooking or cleaning or doing whatever I'm doing in the evenings and, and hearing someone that seeing someone that looks like me seeing someone fierce like me and also someone that thinks like me and is honest like me and who's repping for me 
on a major news network. Yeah, I mean, I'm I am have had a really great relationship with CNN um, over the past couple of years. I'm happy to be there. Uh, it's a great CNN family, and I'm happy that I can come on air and authentically represent the positions of mm-hmm. of people that look like me: millennials, okay, mm-hmm. young people, women, okay. black people, mm-hmm. uh, Democrats, people that identify as progressive. And so that's what I bring to the table. And I just want to be clear that when I'm telling people to be your authentic selves. Your authentic self is not ghetto, okay? Be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about be ghetto. <laughs> I'm talking about be your authentic self. Right. And that's what I try to bring to the panel um, every time I do a segment. So I'm not sitting on the panel trying to figure out how smart I can sound. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I can effectively lay out the case so that everybody from Pookie to the folks in the board at the highest levels of the boardroom can understand what I'm talking about. You know when you said Pookie, I almost said from Pookie to Putin. From Pookie to Putin. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I need to write a book from Pookie to Putin. Yes, I am trying to lay it out so everybody from Pookie to Putin can understand what I'm talking about. Okay, oh so Simone, why was it, what moments was it the most lit being a black woman? Oh in my goodness. Um, let's see. It? It, was, it was lit when Maxine Waters mm. had to read had to read Secretary Mnuchin Mm -hmm. and encouraged him to uh, stick to the facts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she had to reclaim her time. That was lit. Because one, (laughs) y'all ain't out here watching C-SPAN like y'all should. I know y'all not. So don't don't nobody lie to me like y'all not. Y'all not out here watching C-SPAN like you should. I'm not even going to front. But praise the Lord for C-SPAN. Because if (laughs) C-SPAN wasn't there, we wouldn't have the visual of Maxine Waters sliding them glasses down on her nose and saying, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. No, it's my time and I can reclaim it we wouldn't have that visual we wouldn't and and we've been reclaiming ever since and I heard it's true that that's a very common phrase it's extremely common if you know Um, anything about the way how Congress operates everybody reclaims their time because that's that's how the rules are written it's like a fancy way of saying it's like a fancy way of saying, excuse me, I was talking. It's it's like a fancy way of Formal. saying, it's like point of order. Yes, it's like yeah. point of order, uh, point of order, let me let me clarify. because it's, it's a it's a fancy way of saying, let me clarify. Yeah. Let me reclaim my time and clarify because you're using my time. Got right. It. And we only got a certain amount of time. So that was that was a lit moment. Got it. Um, who else was lit? Let's Jamel see. Hill. Who else? Jamel, Jamel Hill was so lit! Jamil Hill was so lit. First yes. of all, the other half of y'all wasn't really watching ESPN. Let me just be clear. I mean, we're going to be frank. She's just going to read us all. I'm going to read all good. of y'all because we out here like, yes, Jamil Hill, we need you on air. Half of y'all motherfuckers ain't seen Jamil's show. But y'all follow I her knew, on Twitter. I knew her. Okay. But I'm not into sports. I'm not okay. into sports. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in all fairness, but I did follow her on Twitter. Okay. I did. I was I aware did. of my sister. And Twitter followers matter. All followers matter. Okay. <laughs> So Jamil Hill's moment was lit because she was giving us the truth to power mm-hmm. on the Twitters about the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And then when she lost her job, black women all over the country was like, hold up. Excuse hold me. Hold up. And not, pardon me, not lost her whole job, but she got put on Suspended. probation. Yeah. 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 She was she was put on probation. And I'm here for black women that stood up and said, we can't have a standard for one type of folk and a standard for the other type of folk on TV. Mm-hmm. So Jamil Hill was extremely lit. Who else was lit? Vi Lyles. I don't know y'all. I don't know if y'all know about Vi Lyles, but she was the, the first... Um, um, she's now the first African American mayor of Charlotte, wow. and you know we okay. like to go to. I did, I did see that. I did okay, see that. and everybody okay, likes like the CIAA term, tournament. Vi Vi. I'll look at L Y L E S. That was lit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else was lit this year? Also, the ma- the first mayor, the first black woman mayor first of, black of New woman Orleans. Mayor of New Orleans. Oh, yeah. The first lady mayor. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? Yes. Yes. The first lady. The first. Yes. Wow. The first black. Woman. Woman. So we are just we are just living in like everything. You know who was lit? Tiffany Haddish. Oh yeah. So and you want to talk about being unapologetically yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tiff- mm-hmm. She ready. She, she ready. She ready. I got the head bob too. Okay. What's name? Tiffany <laughs> Haddish was lit. Um, what's our what's our girl's name? Sloan Stevens. Stevens. Yes. Sloan Stevens. She was lit. And what was super lit was when they handed her the check and she was like, ooh. Like she realized she was also getting getting coins. Sloan Stevens was lit. Now April wait. Ryan. April Ryan. April Ryan. Hey, look. April Ryan is better. I love April Ryan. Big says she's better than me. Because I'm not sure what I'd have did if Donald Trump asked me, like, do you know them? Do you? Is what my initial response would have been. And then... Do you know any African-Americans? Do you? Like, aren't they... Do you know them? Yeah. And she's like, I, I'm, I am familiar with them. Yes. He's like, can you set up the meeting? I would have been like, can you set up the... Like, it would have been a whole thing. And they might have had to take me out of... Um, don't the, put Simone in the press, the press thing. Yeah, don't don't put me in the press briefing as a reporter. The the moment they let me 
at the podium as the White House press secretary because I'm claiming it. One day I'm going to be the White House press secretary. Because if Sarah Huckabee Sanders can, we all can. We all all can. can. Now I'm Mm. curious your thoughts and Charlie's thoughts is um, what about Rachel Lindsay? (sighs) Okay, she's a friend to the pod. She was on the show. Yes. So I watched The Bachelorette for the first time. I usually had never. Because it was her. Absolutely. And when I'm like, why we had to wait so long to get a black bachelorette? But I was also wondering how many, you know, were we going to get some men of color Mm -hmm. on the program? Exactly. I was happy for her. Her, her paving a, a way and her being the first, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm, I'm never gonna knock that. Now, can we can we talk about how sometimes the, the wheat wasn't as, as as how it needed to be? <laughs> and because it, and it was probably because they had never had a black bachelorette right. before, so they didn't know how to write. And for they her. didn't know how to <laughs> script it. They didn't know how it was scripted. <laughs> and then sometimes the style, like they just the hadn't had people hair. that was doing weed yeah. before. Yeah, so I think that's, that's okay to say. Oh. I rock with you, Rachel Lindsay. Yeah, we love uh, you. Too, but, but the Bachelor ABC, I need y'all to get some black folks in the hair department. Yes. And I think it would have been truly lit if she had picked a black man. Yes, I just not that she has to. Can I just say that, that we would have been free, a lituation. Okay? We, we are free. free. Shout out Meghan Markle. Okay, hello. Come on, Meghan Markle. We about to have a whole black princess. Okay, black right. Princess. Prince Harry's mother-in-law is about to be a dark-skinned black lady with dreadlocks <laughs> from Jamaica. Yes. Right from, from Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica, Okay, so I'm not necessarily mad. Rachel Lindsay didn't um didn't didn't pick. I just wanted that for her. You I wanted, get it. I mean, she, I know she wants that for herself. Well, no. This is Clearly true. not. <laughs> now in Washington, we had Kamala Harris become the first yes. Congresswoman. Black? Wait, no, 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 no. Well, no, she let was. Let me take first. that back. She was. She was one California. of the first in a while from yeah, California. from California. She, it was this the while. Her, her first yes. year. Her, her first and, uh, year. I'm so sorry because I need that's Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Yes, she's like Congresswoman Maxine Waters, Senator Kamala Harris. Yes, and we are excited for the trails that are being blazed. I am just glad that in 2017, young girls of color could look from Hollywood to the tennis courts um, to Congress yeah. and see people that look like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making waves. What did yeah. you think of uh, Lena Waithe? Oh, first yes. black woman comedy writer. You know, I was emailing with Lena the other day because oh, oh, she sent okay. me a she sent me a preview of the shy. Humble brag, okay. humble brag, humble, humble brag. She sent me a preview of the shy, um, which Isn't comes fantastic. out January seventh mm-hmm. on, on Showtime. Yes. Everybody watch it. The first three minutes had me like. <gasps> I'm like, so I'm hooked. Good. I emailed oh. her back. I was like, I'm so hooked. I can't I'm believe so I just now clicked on this. I so I'm excited for, for Lena Waithe, for just, just the girls coming in here and doing it. And coming in here and doing it again, looking and being themselves. Yes. yes. Lena Waithe didn't conform to what people she said sure she had didn't. to look like, had to sound like, and what she had to write about. Yeah. So I'm all the way here for that. And nice. I love that we're also supporting each other even more than we ever have. We've always been supportive of our sisters. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. All right, so what are we cooking this beautiful holiday season, you guys? Something easy, quick, and delivered to my door, please. Yes. Because, like we mentioned earlier, I do not have the time. There's no time with the (laughs) shopping and all of this. The last thing I want to do is stand in a grocery store getting food. I hate grocery stores, which is why I love Blue Apron. Yay. And y'all already know, it's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. That says a lot. And I love that you can do a family meal plan or a two-person meal plan. Or well, the new thing I love is that wine plan. Because Ooh, Corey loves co- her wine, you I guys. We always need more. My wine. And I think I love that Blue Apron is going to educate me about which wines are better paired with their meals. Oh, the pairings. So That's lit for I the holidays. Love it. love it. I love the family meal plan because there are four of us at my house. And a lot of times we're getting home so late and it's so good to come home. And there's a package and it's just ready for you. All you have to do is, is you know, heat it up and have a meal really ready for you. And it's not just burgers for dinner, you guys. It's all, you know, really beautifully uh, done uh, food like short rib burgers and hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. I don't even know what hoppy cheddar sauce is, but it just you sounds get into really it. gourmet. <laughs> gourmet. So I'll be there. <laughs> Blue Apron. But like you, Yolanda, I love the flexibility. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, and the customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. And I love that because I keep rotating spaghetti <laughs> and mac and cheese in my life but and blue apron I need some variety and that two person yeah. meal plan is really important to stress because it's really hard when it's just two of you to shop for groceries because you buy too much and you'd rather have less so I like that we can have dinner just for two and not have to feel guilty about whether or not we want leftovers for lunch the next day 
I'm Yay. just saying. So where can we? Where can they get the hookup? Well, Blue Apron is treating Essence Yes Girl listeners to their first dinner, a thirty dollar value, if you visit blueapron.com/slash/yesgirl. So check out this week's menu and get your thirty dollars off with free shipping. At girl, you could use a little free shipping this time mm-hmm. of year. Okay. At blueapron.com/slash/yesgirl. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Boom. But I love that we have venues like Twitter and places to amplify that in ways. I mean, just that fire, you know? Mm-hmm. I now, just love it. Be clear, it. we won't have that if they push through net neutrality. Somebody hit oh me up last son. night and they were like, mm-hmm. I don't really understand net neutrality. I was like, well, do you understand that right now you pay for Wi-Fi and because you pay for Wi-Fi, you can go anywhere you want on the mm-hmm. worldwide net? Mm-hmm. I want black folks. Twitter is the internet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's just an app on your phone. Instagram yes. is also the internet. The internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so net neutrality, when they take that away, that means they not about to carve up the internet so no longer can you just pay for wi-fi mm-hmm. and you have unfettered access to whatever you want now you done pay for your wi-fi but now you gotta pay for social media mm-hmm. and then you gotta pay for twitter and then you gotta mm-hmm. pay for instagram and then you gotta pay for access to your search engines mm-hmm. and you have to pay for access to different content to search and so right now we can big up our sisters all around the globe because of the, the net internet. neutrality I because of the internet mm-hmm. but then when they snatch net neutrality away which is what they're gonna do in a couple weeks and we can't yeah. do nothing about it because elections have consequences got it. and we got some republicans folks on the FCC and our homegirl Mignon Clyburn is over there trying to hold it down for us yes. but she can't do it alone uh, they're going to try to carve up the internet so just wait I didn't know about this yes yeah. the internet's about to be carved yeah. up it's called net neutrality but you know what this is why we need better PR people and it happened people. over Thanksgiving they slid oh, so it people in. were busy yes. living their family mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and then it, it they announced or oh, something yes they're going to do it and mm-hmm. it's just crazy and so right now we talk a lot about how like the internet has allowed us to connect movements yes. mm-hmm. like that's the why diaspora. the women's march happened mm-hmm. all over everywhere the diaspora yeah mm-hmm. like we could throw this on it we could we gonna throw this podcast on, on the, the internet, internet. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hashtag on the internet mm-hmm. um and then we'll be like the the black lives matter movement mm-hmm. young folks that's all the internet that could be snatched in a way yeah when we lose net neutrality like mm-hmm. they doing it in portugal right now they yeah. selling you packages wow and tell me um uh, simone just for people who may not be as well versed on this what is the reasoning behind it they don't want us to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. I'm serious though. Like there is no actual reasoning. Folks are saying that there's there's not enough regulation. And you know, there are people that are like, but these same conservative folks that are like, we don't want too much government regulation are trying to saturate the internet and which is more and regulate the which internet. Which is how more. they mobilize, which is Come really on. interesting mm-hmm. to me. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, net neutrality, in my opinion, should not be a partisan issue. Across the board, we should want open, free access to the internet. That's that's like part of who we are as Americans. Yeah. This ain't North Korea. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's no shade to our Chinese folks, our, country. our Chinese Freedom friends, of, but even in China, like the the internet is regulated. Yeah, if you want to go to right. some certain websites, you need a VPN. Yeah. Shout like, out to everybody in China, get I'm, you a VPN. I'm and they're like, what Facebook? Get, I'm still trying to get Facebook. my job the off the table because yeah. I didn't know. They slid that right in over yeah. the holidays. No, you were busy covering your turkey. Uh, <laughs> I don't like when I'm not woke enough. There's a good article. No, it's not being rude. The Root did a good piece about it. I'm going to send you the link. It's like, and now that's the thing now. It's like, I try to stay on it every day, but if you take one break, one nap, one meal, one holiday, which is crazy mm-hmm. they're sliding in some bullshit okay so they we are. just need to make this electoral issue for 2018 so if mm-hmm. the folks that's talking about running for whatever whether it's dog catcher or congress are not telling you <laughs> that they are here for a free and open internet vote no okay yeah. hashtag free black twitter Simone, what else should we be on the lookout for? <laughs> like, what, what should we be furthering? What what movement should we wake up to? Well, I mean, I, I hope we all As understand sisters. that um, the Children's Health Insurance Program that Congress failed to reauthorize a couple months ago, and on like January seventh, millions of kids are going to lose health insurance. Mm. Like what? millions, millions mm. of kids are about in Colorado. They've already started sending letters to families saying your coverage is probably going to be like not non-existent come January mm-hmm. because like and this was a bipartisan who doesn't want kids to have health care I thought that was a rule that it used to be it had to be reauthorized they did not reauthorize it so it's CHIP the Children's Health Insurance Program Hillary Clinton fought really hard uh, when she was the first lady to help get this thing established and now it has it has it has lapsed it has not been reauthorized and in January millions of kids across the country whether they whether their parents are Republicans Independents Green Party or they don't even vote are all going to lose their health insurance mm-hmm. so we should be paying attention to that um, there's net new, again hashtag free black Twitter yep. mm-hmm. okay if you love black y'all Twitter, are too powerful too powerful too- 
black powerful. Twitter. We need to organize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I think we we, we just got to say welcome to this whole administration. You know, folks are talking a lot about Russia, and I absolutely believe where there's smoke, there's fire. And I would like to know if the current president of the United States colluded with the Russians. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. You know, I think they think it's something we should know. But mm-hmm. um, tax reform is currently happening, and they didn't snatched away t- tax cuts for student loans yeah. and adoption, but they didn't added uh, five twenty nine, which are tax savings accounts for fetuses, unborn children, which is a, just another attempt to snatch away women's reproductive autonomy. Shout out to Planned Parenthood right. and NARAL who are out there doing that work. So we just have to stay vigilant on these kind of things and hold our elected officials accountable. We need yeah. to feel empowered to ask questions. Um, With so much news coming at you, how do you filter? Th- I mean, I know you have to stay abreast of everything, but mm. as an everyday woman, how do you... How would you suggest they filter through what's important? You know what? I just encourage everybody to go sign up for this thing. It's called the Politico Playbook. Mm -hmm. This is what everybody in Washington, D.C. uses. It's the Politico Playbook, Politico Magazine, Politico, um, which is a a news outlet. They Mm -hmm. put this out every morning. Um, A really great, talented team of three journalists go and they they stay abreast of all the news so you don't have to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they put out a tip sheet, which is basically a summary of everything that's going on. And they put it out in the morning and then they do an afternoon edition every single day. Wow. And so if and it's you, free. And it's free for now. For hashtag now. free knows? black Twitter. Hashtag net neutrality. Okay. All so right. go sign up for Politico Playbook. It is a really great resource. It gives you everything that's happening in Washington, D.C. and on the Hill from the president all the way down to the members of Congress. And it's your like top lines. So shout out to Politico for the free access right now. Okay. And uh, let's support it. What do you think? I just downloaded the Five Calls app. Which allows you to make calls oh. to your representatives. Oh and my they God, give you I a love script. the five calls people. Yeah. I was on a panel with them in um, Chicago. So they are amazing. Yeah. Five calls, your run for something, folks. Um, shout out to the your collective pack people. They're all mm-hmm. about building black political power. I think that there are, I think you should just find one to two really progressive organizations, whether it's Indivisible, the Indivisible Guide, which are people that are helping folks go to town halls and hold Republicans and Democrats accountable. Find your one organization um, or two organizations you're moving ones that you want to go out and and support uh naacp actually has a really great call tool naacp legal defense fund as well and then just participate i think when we tell people you need to call your representatives it seems really intimidating yeah because you don't know what to say but yeah. five calls i five like calls they give you a script they give you a whole script mm-hmm. and it's short like mm-hmm. your call is like 30 seconds yes yeah, and you can short. do we can do this y'all mm-hmm. we have to do Lunch this break. like our democracy <laughs> depends on it mm-hmm. hashtag free the internet free the internet <sighs> i want to go back a little i want to get a little bit deep into this Donna Brazil situation. You know, I love Auntie Donna. I love Auntie Donna too, but <laughs> so I'm not outside, I'm not in the political I'm not in in, in DC and, and the, but No, but the something... fact that you asked me about Donna Brazil means she has transcended. Y'all know I oh, was yeah. in Portugal and the Portugal journalist, I was doing an interview and they were like, "So Donna Brazil." And I was like, <laughs> "How do you know about Donna Brazil?" <laughs> Literally, he was like, "So, so have you read Donna's book?" And I looked up and I was like, "Sir, did you read Donna's did you book?" Read? <laughs> because I didn't get over here. So one, shout out to the sister girl get her coins, okay? Because they don't heard about coins. it in in Portugal, the world, the world, all over. What 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 do you think of what's happening? Like you know, she is taking no prisoners Mm-mm. and sharing her truth. A lot of people have problems with her truth, but what do you think? What do you think of the whole? So one, I think I think it's her. So one, in general, I think it's her truth, uh, and I think Donna Brazile, much like Hillary Clinton, anybody else who wants to tell their story is empowered to tell their story from their vantage point. Now everyone ain't gonna agree with. Yeah their vantage point but it's their vantage point and so we can have conversations about uh, what we feel uh, is is debatable if you will but it's her vantage point look I have spoken with Donna about this and, and, and she really believes that we can't have a frank conversation. We can't really fix what's going wrong unless we have a frank conversation about what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's saying that, that she's doing with this book. And it was some juicy reads up in there. There were some very inflammatory mm. uh, chapters. But there was also some some really like intricate stuff about the actual hacking that took place. And I think the actual hacking pieces of the book were overshadowed by the tea the that Hillary, was spilled yeah. okay. um, <laughs> about the part. Party. Yeah. But look, I think that Donna's entitled to tell her story. Mm-hmm. And for the folks that are telling Donna or saying that she, why now? Mm-hmm. Well, and if I was going to put my PR hat on, if we're going to drop a book about the 2016 election, we're going to drop it on the year mm-hmm. after the, the 2016 election. Like, mm-hmm. you know. And save my tea for my book. And save yeah. the tea for yeah. the book. So, and she did. She also wrote a book about the last election that she was involved in. Yeah, so True. this isn't Four new. This so is not new. It's True. not new. This is what people do. They write a book and then they go to Harvard. Yeah. So. Mm. 
Ooh, I have a question. And this might drop. It actually came up from my 98-year-old big mama. Come on, big mama. And I'm just think, have a thought. Why does Trump, and sorry I said his name. I know, it's okay. But why does he keep Hillary Clinton's name in his mouth? Like, I think he has a fixation issue. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, he vacillates between Hillary Clinton um, and President Obama. Mm-hmm. And every now and then he'll and find somebody new. Yeah, and then whatever black person of the week or, mm-hmm. or, or black group of the week he wants to disparage. And then he'll throw in a little bit in there about Chuck and Nancy, mm-hmm. i.e. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> he loves Chuck and Nancy. He okay. loves Chuck. He tweeted about them today and got his meeting canceled. <laughs> playing. Chuck and Nancy ain't playing with you, Donald Trump. So I, he just has a fixation. And part of it is because maybe Donald Trump really doesn't. Like, he's still wondering how he became, how president. He became president. The rest of, of us are is. also asking what happened. I'd like yeah. to see Donald Trump's book on what he Think yeah. Wasn't there a fascinating documentary <laughs> I just kind of tapped into? I think it was over the weekend. How Trump won? What network was that? Was that CNN? It was called Probably. How Trump Won. Probably. And they explained. There are various ways, though. I just want to be really, I want to caution folks. There are, there are various reasons how Donald Trump won. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying he activated, you know, this these sleeping white voters. And, mm-hmm. you know, one could argue <laughs> that's part of it. But there aren't guy. enough white people, white conservative voters in America to elect Donald Trump by themselves. Yeah. And so part of it is that the Democrats, we did not do our due diligence up mm-hmm. and down the ticket to motivate mm-hmm. our base mm-hmm. to come Say out that. to vote. Say that. Okay, so it is. I just A little bit of everything. It's a, it's a whole it was the unperfect perfect storm for yeah. him. It was Ugh. unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, and dun. What do you think of HRC's um, campaign? I know you've spoken about it before, but what did you think of how her campaign, you know, working from the vantage point of being with Bernie, what did you think of her campaign? You know, look, I think the overall, like the there, there are things that the Clinton campaign did really well, mm-hmm. and then clearly there were some things like not going to Michigan or Wisconsin that they yeah. didn't Which do well was, at all. I mean, I could have, um, I could have called. I wanted to call her like, girl, what happened? Wisconsin, you know, I, you know, it's girl, you win some, you lose some, and clearly we lost one. <laughs> but uh, again, much like like what happened with Donald Trump there are there's a myriad of reasons why Hillary Clinton is not currently president mm-hmm. so some people will say oh she just ran a terrible campaign well y'all wasn't saying that but y'all was all on the HRC band where I can talk about hashtag I'm with her and all nasty y'all had the t-shirts women. on mm-hmm. okay nasty women this nasty women that don't try to lampoon Hillary Clinton in retrospect mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you think you woke than the woke is woke mm-hmm. and you see everything that happened so there were there were some there were some actual miscalculations that the Clinton campaign made but there were also some forces working against them. I mean, we have to acknowledge sexism is a real thing here. Like, there were 11% of black men voted for Donald Trump. Okay, 11%. I know some black people in my family who were like, I can't vote for Hillary. I can't vote. And I'm like, who are you voting for? And they're like, well, Donald Trump is a businessman. And I'm like, do you know what I do for a living? The Apprentice wasn't real. It wasn't. It was (laughs) not real. Come on, where did they even... Up next, more Yes Girl to come. Yolanda, you know I love to stalk your IG feed. <laughs> and I saw you opened up a very cute little package. What yes. was it? Oh, it was sock love. I don't know why I get all warm and fuzzy because I love a good sock. Just like I know the three of us have okay. that in common. And Sock Club each month delivers really premium socks made in the USA. And Corey, I know you and Jillian love them too. We love. I mean, first of all, the mail carrier in Brooklyn messed up and only sent my socks. So I was like... <laughs> These are mommy's socks. And she was like, where am I? But hers came the next day, and I had them for her. She loves breaking the seals. She loves the color. And I love that uh, the December sock is a special kind of yarn. Yes. Really nice. Yeah. And, like, so my sock has a little different uh, decoration than hers. It's a, a slight variation, but we're still twinsies. I love being twinsie socks with Jillian. It has yeah. definitely elevated my sock game. Like, I feel like I want to, you know, you go someplace and they're like, no shoes. And, you're like, and then you're sure. like, sure, <laughs> check out my socks, seasonal. And I really love that the designs are fresh and modern. Because let's be real, I'm tired of polka dots and stripes. And Sock Club is not giving you any of that, honey. I'm low-key sick of ankle socks. Okay. Yes. Yes. And they're warm and, they, and they're and they nice they're and really thin, good. but warm. Because then that means it's cute under your booty, your yes. ankle boot. Or your booty, y'all. I see you. Mm-hmm. And you guys, they're delivered once a month. Mm-hmm. And they're this personalized letter explaining a story behind each sock that comes to your doorstep. And also... Also, gift subscriptions are available right in time for the holidays and free shipping anywhere in the USA. Go to SockClub.com slash YesGirl and get 15% off using discount code YesGirl. That's Y-E-S-G-I-R-L at checkout. SockClub.com slash YesGirl. So I think the Clinton campaign made some real calculated uh, missteps. I think missteps mm-hmm. that the party is still learning from. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there were contributing factors as to why she was not victorious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Curious. 
So that day, election day happened. We all woke up in a funk. You know, Charlie has talked like devastation. People, some people can't even get out of bed. Barely. I know you had to get out there because of your job and what mm-hmm. you do. But how did Simone from Omaha get through this year? Mm-hmm. This has been just so crazy. So, um, well, one, the night that the election happened, BET did a live like election night special, and so we were. I was live on the air with Mark Lamont Hill, Ti, and Jadena, and like two hundred people in the <laughs> studio, two hundred black folks, is looking like, wait, Hillary ain't president? <laughs> no, because half y'all in here ain't vote today. Mm. So Mm. this year, I think the way I really got through this year is how black women, unfortunately, get through everything. We put our big girl pants on and say, well, if somebody's going to have to get out here and do it, might as well be me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got through this year. There's just so there's so many like avenues through which we we have to clean up in. We have to get to work in. And I just refuse to sit on the sidelines. I think the only silver lining out of Donald Trump's out of 45's presidency is that in his election is that it opened the door for more people of color, more mm-hmm. young people to really take their place and um, just just perform yeah. and and outperform really in this space and in this time. And now people are listening to us. I told people in the in the general election, I was like, Black millennials ain't feeling Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I said in the New York Times, I was like, look. HBCU tours and black churches are not going to cut it in 2016. Mm-mm. People lampooned me for those comments. So those are things I I had said in private to people in the Democratic Party circles and at the Clinton campaign, and now I had to say it in public. Six months later, everybody's like, you know what? We have to figure out what's going on with these black millennials. Mm. We need to really understand how to connect with them. We understand that they're just not on the, the party bandwagon. And um, I'm happy I'm in the space where I can help direct some of these conversations and there's tons of other young people of color who are stepping up and saying well we aren't going to wait for someone to invite us to the table we're just going to show up and do the work it's apocalyptic productivity which is scary but it's real the the idea that donald trump this was an idea that donald trump would push push our system to the to the brink of extinction to the to the edge so much so that everyone would be forced to just work together and get the get the work done one could argue that's happening. I'm sad we had to get him elected to do to this do because there are long-standing implications for this Donald Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna be feeling this for 50, 60, 100 years down the road. Ripples. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ripples. Would you ever run for political office? Yeah. You know, before I moved to DC, I was going for city council. Okay. I was district two. Shout out to my uh, city councilman <laughs> Ben Gray. I was gonna run for city council. I was gonna run against Ben Gray. I don't think he was gonna run anymore. <laughs> Um, but then I just had the opportunity to come to D.C. and, mm-hmm. like, live my dream, and I did it. Because, you know, city councils aren't going away tomorrow, God willing. And <laughs> neither are some of these other places, uh, elected offices. So one day I would like to run for office. But for now, I'm that person that helps get those people elected. And speaking of help and support, someone who, who is a part of your sister circle and your support system? Oh, my goodness. Um, so, one, my fabulous assistant, Safia Alsop, whom I don't think I could live life without her. <laughs> she's amazing um, but folks like Brittany Packnett mm-hmm. um, whom I'm sure y'all know Alencia Johnson mm-hmm. uh, my mom my mom is in my sister circle um, so I mean just a c- couple people like that I've got a bougie black people um, group chat wait a minute <laughs> yes I have a bougie black people group chat it's like some of my best DC <laughs> friends and we are holding these are my friends that know me that'll hold me accountable that'll be in a group chat talking about something now you don't really talk like that I'm like I do I'm being my authentic self and they were like okay or when I get the nails some of my sister girls from at home in nebraska uh like Asia anderson camille ehlers uh amber bennett they'll be like now these nails are just a little much <laughs> i wanted to dye so my hair the other day big sister camille you. was like mm, i think we need to stick with the black <laughs> and i'm like what i'm because mm, we all need black. to be checked. like dc ain't ready for me dc not ready. i was like i want to do the blonde camille was like i think you just need to keep the black sis so i have some folks in my circle some old friends with new friends but that really help hold me accountable you know i got some people to tap me on the shoulder my good girlfriend um elise newhouse who her and my uh good good friend chris they, they called me on the phone the other day and they were like hey you got dinner plans tonight i was like yes i'm busy and I'm like well we need to talk to you i was like you need to talk to me now and they read me my rights 
oh. before I had my Cocoa Puffs. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Thank you for this feedback. I will incorporate it. Go to dinner with Brittany and Alencia. Later that night, they were like, we've been meaning to talk to you. <laughs> we want to make sure you're saving and you're not squandering opportunities. And they, I was like, oh, well, today is my day to be read. But we all need to be checked. Okay, we so it. We all need it. Ain't nobody, there's nobody to... Too, too big to have a circle of friends to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, boo, mm-hmm. not today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Under no circumstances. Mm-hmm. Put that down. Don't buy that. And please change that nail color. So I, I this may come off like I'm being a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I come from a political background in South Africa. So mm-hmm. I know what it is to work in politics and be an activist. And basically, I want to know, do you ever feel like someone's watching you oh my god all the time mm. i like to joke on my phone i'm like oh y'all know my y'all know they got my phone tapped mm. it's a joke but it's not a joke like i know i know people who like ha- have actually been followed. a lot of the um activists who identify and work within the black lives matter movement they have actually been targeted the fbi has files on them you know i know like i sometimes i do feel like i'm being watched absolutely but you know i think these are some of the things that like come with the territory but folks literally do not realize that when you step out there you're putting your life on the line like yeah. people like DeRay and Brittany like people like Tamika Mallory and Linda Sarsour and Carmen Perez from the Women's March like sometimes they go places and they have to have security mm-hmm. because they have literally received death threats I was on the train coming down to New York today and I'm look on my Instagram and in my um, people that I don't follow you know I check those messages sometimes and I checked the messages and this man has sent me multiple messages and he's taking selfies of him like on the train that I'm on and Shit. saying, are you there? Oh my and God. I was like, oh my God, I don't feel safe. Wow. Like I literally just moved from where I live in DC because I was like, I don't feel safe. Wow. Like I would get an Uber. Like I bought a car, one, because I spent too much money on Ubers and Lyft, but two, because I did not feel safe. Like I would wow. get in Ubers and people would be like, hmm, I know. And asking me questions like, oh, oh is this no. where you live? Oh, because yeah. oh, so, you're a public figure. And then, yeah. you know, the Uber driver is could be, you know, the guy down the street. Could be the man. One time my mm-hmm. mom came to visit me in DC. She left my makeup bag in a in an Uber. And I was like, where the makeup bag? And she's like, I left it. And I'm like, okay. So I come home the next day and I'm getting out of a lift and this man is walking outside the house that I most recently lived in and I'm like excuse me he was like oh I'm um I brought the makeup bag back I was looking for you or your mom and I'm like this is creepy because you remembered my address because you remembered my address also in their log Mm. which is unsafe it's if they unsafe recognize and not, you. Yeah, and so I just, mm. so sometimes, so I just, you just literally have no idea the things that, I mean, and there are people that experience far worse things than me. Like, you know, just, I have just so much respect for um, the Women's March folks, people like Brittany Pack and Angela Rye. Like, she's, like, so much respect for people because they receive, like, actual death threats on a daily basis. I get people emailing me talking about I'm a black supremacist and they want me to die, <laughs> which is like, okay. Fine, whatever. But like today on the train, I was like, oh gosh, I yeah. should not be alone. Wow. It's time for wow. okay. All right, we have we, to wrap up. All right. But I do, I have one question if we all want to go okay. around. Yeah. yeah. It's the end of the year. So how you plan on turning up? Oh my goodness. Well, one, my birthday is on December 10th. Happy early. And thank Ooh. you. I'm a December baby too. Come on, Sag, yes. get into this oh, thing. I, I, am, I am a Capricorn. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> December baby stand the up then the December baby stand up but Sag season all day shout out to all the Sagittarius out there uh, I'm going to Cancun for my birthday yes. one of my good girlfriends and then I'm coming back the morning of my birthday and I'm throwing myself a party yes um, in DC and then I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be on a beach for New Year's somewhere somewhere where there's confetti and a beach. I just want to be warm. But I might be in DC, but we'll we'll see. But that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to celebrate. I'm trying to take the birthday celebration all month. So I'm accepting all gifts and emails. <laughs> I'm trying to celebrate. Starbucks too. gift cards. I'm definitely trying to yes. celebrate. All these sequin dresses in these stores, they yes. got me. They're calling me. They're speaking to me. These sequins are They're popping. Whispering. They're like, buy me, wear me, too. <laughs> I want to know about self care when you're when you spend so much time giving to the haters. country, oh, the I world, not the haters necessarily, but to our community. <laughs> the haters, too. you know, like um, no, you're right. 
I drink Hennessy. I'm, I'm definitely very serious. I do. Is drink it white Hennessy or um, I like I'll, the white Hennessy? But it's hard, it's hard to showing find. Off. Okay, somebody is showing I off. Just, she, I just taught her this. I am she, now accepting bottles of white Hennessy. But <laughs> Charlie just peeped me to it. <laughs> we were in duty free in Jamaica, and we were everybody just walking out. I was like, ladies, hold on, <laughs> gotta grab this the white. Is my white Hennessy. Stop. And I was like, what? The is line shall Hennessey? be long. Oh my goodness, no! <laughs> you gotta get it. We can't get it in America, y'all. So no. one, I like Hennessy. Uh, I used to drink Crown and somebody was like, you need to stop ordering Crown when you go out. <laughs> they were like, um, you're on TV. I was like, I don't care. I like Crown. <laughs> it's the truth. But I also like my self-care is I will spend a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon at the nail shop. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to my nail lady in D.C., Yo-Yo Cosmo Nail Bar. And I will go in there and I will get my feet done. I'll get a paraffin dip on my feet and my nails. And then I have her trick me out some crazy nails. Like right now I have nails that someone said it looked like I clawed a unicorn to death. Aww. So shout They're out cute. to my unicorn nails. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is like what I like to do. And then sometimes whatever city I'm in, I like to um, smoke responsible amounts of hookah. Mm. I know y'all I thought I was about to say that. something else. I, I was like, that plot twist. Exclusive <laughs> plot twist. Exclusive. No, I was, I was like, like so you can find me at a hookah bar actually in D.C. I go to the Which people one? in D.C. I like to go to Chicha because I like my little in the cut like ratchet hookah bar but they have really great taco uh, so I'm always chicken in DC. tacos always in DC with my goddaughter and my best friend so I'll meet oh, you there. we're coming to the hookah, hookah bar. They know because okay. I will go right to the hookah bar by myself and I'll be, I'll come in and be like, hey, girl, hey, because I'm in there too much. So, oh, like, all, everybody that works there knows me. And I'm like, can I just get the place in the back? Okay, okay. So, if y'all see me out and I'm smoking hookah, it's happening. let me go. Now, okay, my my question. So, you know, you know I'm the love editor. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going in a little bit. Do you, dun, 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 dun. my woke sister, do you require a woke bay? And then B, <laughs> what does do that you mean have to a woke you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you require or have a woke bay? And then, so, what does that mean to you? I do. I do require a woke bay. I want somebody that knows what's going on in the news. For a long time, I had a rule that I didn't date people that worked in politics. Like, I wanted you to ask me, is there a vote today? My ex-boyfriend used to always be like, is there voting today? Like, while I was on a campaign trip, I'd be like, oh, babe. <laughs> oh, yes, there's a vote today. <laughs> but he has, but he had like thoughts and feelings about politics. Now I'm like, what do you need? I I, I need you to just know. I need you to be able to talk through the things, Everything. to talk through the stuff with me. Okay, so okay. Y- y- yeah, so I would like a woke bay. I don't have a woke bay right now. So if y'all know some woke bays out there, <laughs> send them your way. I am sending my way. Okay. I am. On I it. have been uh, single and ready to mingle for a couple months now. So yeah, I like a I like a woke bay, but I do not like. Like, nobody wants, like, a fan as a bae. Mm. Yeah. You know? And so mm. I have some people that'll, like, I've given my number to a couple people over the last couple months who's just who only ever text me every time they see me on TV. Mm. And I'm like, boy, bye. Like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> or who only ever want to talk to me about politics. And I'm like, but I watch Love and Hip Hop. So yes. ask me, did I see Cardi B the other day? Yes. Like, Thank you. You know, like, you ain't even noticed my nails. And then we'll talk about the vote today. And then we'll talk about the vote. <laughs> but I also want somebody that's going to send me links of stuff that I'm not up on. Mm-hmm. So I have a really good homeboy who, like, he'll always send me links and I'm like dang oh I need to get on this or mm-hmm. I need to be on that so um, you know shout out to the woke homeboys I have but yeah. no woke bays right no now woke bays. okay mm-hmm. All right. We're, wishing, we're wishing you a woke bay for Christmas <laughs> for Christmas <laughs> all about. I want for Christmas <laughs> is a woke bay is bay <laughs> Thank you, Simone. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We Thank love you. and appreciate you. Hashtag shout out. Free the internet. Free black Twitter. Wow. Yes. And best wishes for 2018. Best wishes. Shout out to black women. Thanks to our guest, Simone Sanders. If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes, yes Girl. Girl, such as our conversation with Kiki Palmer, Tiffany Haddish, and Gabrielle Union. You can find these on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. And thanks, of course, to our sponsors, BarkBox, Sock Club, and Blue Apron. Please support them the way they support this podcast. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work and Gold Standard Creative for our music. We'll see you next week.